0: Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Programa Reino Unido, hosted at Universidad Ort Uruguay. Today we're going to be talking about the United Kingdom's university system, one of the oldest and most prestigious in the world. And who better to give us a first-hand account of it than a British university student? We sat down with Stephen Hockley, who is a student at University of Kent and is currently a foreign exchange student at the Universidad Ort Uruguay. We asked him about the university system in general, as well as his personal experience. Stephen, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and your background?
1: Yeah, sure. So my uh, mum's my from Mauritius. She came to the UK, got married to my dad about 20, 25 years ago. Um, um, so I'm half Mauritian, half British. I've got two passports. Uh, and right now I'm a student at the University of Kent in Canterbury. I'm in my third year right now. I'm doing Hispanic studies, which is um, everything to do with Spanish culture and um, Latin American culture, basically everything from Mexico downwards, um, the culture, religions, basically everything, politics too.
0: What is the university system like in the UK? How do you apply to university? Is it very
1: competitive to get in? Um, so we usually apply for university in our second year of A-levels, so we usually usually 17, 17, 18 years old. Um, We apply to up to five universities we can do, which we we usually do, everyone usually applies to five. Um, They are extremely competitive and getting more and more so because the the universities are a similar size to how they were before, but now more and more people are going to universities, so they're quite competitive. Um, Yeah, and that's basically it. You apply to the five universities, um, you hear back from them, and then you can choose between the options you get. Um, I don't know how it works in other countries, but basically you get um, unconditional offers, which means they automatically accept it no matter what grades you get. Then you have conditional, so if you get a certain grade, like two A's and a B, then you can enter, and if you can't, then then you can't. Uh, and then obviously you just get uh, no's. So yeah, those are the three different offers you can get from universities in the UK.
0: Are the universities national, public universities? Are some of them
1: private? Does this distinction exist? Um, from the best of my knowledge, um, every single university is national, um, but you have to pay to go to every university as well. So it's kind of a bit of a mix these days. Like I mean, 20 or 30 years ago, it was more or less completely free. You just had to be you know, really, really smart, and then you could get into university, and that was it. Now you could, anybody can get into university, but it costs a lot of money, and the government gives us the money. So we get student loans, which the government always provide to everyone.
0: How are the social sciences courses organized? (laughs) Are they lectures? Are there seminars? Mandatory courses? Do you choose everything? Um,
1: Um, It's actually all of those things, yes. So you do have lectures and seminars. You usually have some mandatory courses that varies from course to course. So for example, for philosophy, you might only have half your courses are mandatory. The other half you can pick out of anything else they do in the university um so so yeah it varies quite a lot from course to course very specifically and also from year to year so um i actually did uh, two years of um like astronomy before and when you do sciences um the first year or two you can't have any options so you have to do like algebra you have to do electromagnetism or lots of other specific things and then by like the final years of the degree you have a lot more choice so you have to do a, a few certain things but then you can choose different subjects um and when you have the option to pick whatever you want when you do study. So when you have like world modules, we call them in the UK, um, they can be absolutely anything. So for example, last year I did some philosophy, I was doing like travel literature, and then I was doing um, actual Hispanic studies, like things like Spanish and stuff.
0: To talk a bit about the current university education in the UK in general, do you know what percentage of young people attend university in Britain has this percentage been increasing
1: or decreasing um yeah it's been increasing year on year and um from what i know this year it's reached 49 percent. so yeah it's quite a high number and i think it's going to continue increasing
0: and at either at your university or or in britain in general do you have an idea of what percentage of students are foreign, uh, mm-hmm. travel to Britain specifically to, to receive a, a university education?
1: Yeah, it varies a lot from university to university. The, the lowest ones are around about 3%, and the highest are about 25, I think the highest is St. Andrews, with 25.6% of the students from other countries. Um, my university is 15%. So yeah, it's quite a decent number. They actually have to pay more than the, than the home students.
0: And at your university in particular, what degrees are the most popular? I think for mine particularly,
1: um, the the highest ones are law and okay. psychology, well, in, in that order. So law, psychology, and the third highest is actuarial science, which is all the science to do with, like, um, finance.
0: What are some of the main differences that you find between your studies in Britain and here at the Universidad
1: Okay, Orte. I could talk about that for quite a while, actually, yes. So... Um, <laughs> I think the biggest difference for me is the fact there's not the whole campus, the whole campus thing. Like, that's a really big thing in the UK. I guess the same is not quite as extreme as in the US, but it's still a very, very large part of university life. Um, the main reason why me or a lot of people go to university is for the experience. In addition to the degree, I think the experience is actually a large, large part of it. Um, so yeah we like in University of Kent like we it's like a small town like you have to take a bus from Canterbury to get to the university and it's got like a same like theatre and like cinemas and shops and stuff and bars and clubs like everything Mm. Um, but but that place is just entirely students so um it's completely different kind of atmosphere you know it's just um, really really nice but um but very different and uh, I guess that's the thing you don't really have here so here it's more um I kind of think of it, yes, it's more ingrained in the city, whereas in, in the UK it's like a complete separate bubble, you know, it's its own separate world. So both have their strengths and weaknesses, very, very different for sure.
0: And the courses, are there some differences in, in how courses are taught?
1: Um, I think when it comes to the educational aspects, they're, um, they're, they're quite similar actually in that, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people uh, teach in the same way and the lectures are laid out in the same way. Um, the only difference is that... Um, like the the grades, like how it's graded. So 40% is all you need to pass in the UK. But they grade obviously far more harshly to kind of compensate for that.
0: So that's it for this episode of the weekly podcast of the Programa Reino Unido. Be sure to check in for more episodes in the coming weeks. And thanks for joining us.